welcome to Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. Today, we're talking to two young professionals that want a scholarship to attend our PDT. We have Rob Garcia and Kayla Macesso. And we're going to hear a little bit about what they thought of the PDT and uh, what they do in their day job and government accountability. So, uh, get to the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Okay, so today we are talking with a couple of young professionals that won a uh, scholarship to attend the PDT this year. So uh, let's let's get into it here. Let's, why don't we start off with Rob? Say hello. Hi, my name is Rob Garcia and I'm a senior accountant at the Library of Congress and I'm very pleased to be here on this podcast and very thankful for the uh, scholarship and the opportunity to, to attend the PDT. Absolutely. And then we have Kayla on the phone. Hi, yes, my name is Kayla Mosesso. I am uh, the professional development coordinator with the state uh, Massachusetts State Auditor's Office, and I'm as well just thrilled to be here and to be talking about the PDT. Great, awesome. Okay, well, we're going to go through a couple uh, just questions to, uh, to talk a little bit about yourselves, what you all do, you know, why you were interested in government accountability work, and then we'll maybe wrap it up with what your thoughts were on the PDT. So I think uh, we got Kayla on the phone. Maybe we'll let you start. Maybe do you mind giving our audience a little background about yourself? You know, you mentioned where you work, but, um, you know, a little bit more about what you do and why you decided to uh, get into that career. Sure, yeah. So um, actually, I think the biggest reason why I kind of ended up where I am is I got bit by the public service bug, as they like to say. I, I think it's a uh, result of my educational background, you know, uh, being a political science and public administration, you know, major. I was always interested in public service. And then uh, I had the uh, professional opportunity to go visit the state auditor's office. And from there, I was hooked. Um, the whole idea of accountability and working in an agency that is so focused on that mission and making government work better, I just was gravitated to it. And, uh, yeah, I've been there ever since. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, how about Rob? What, what got you into uh, where you're currently working? Sure. Um, I started out as a public accountant and didn't have the idea to go into public service at the beginning of my career. As I developed and got further into more of the technology side of the world and also some more specific financial management challenges and um, processes, I began to become more and more interested in, you know, seeing what was going on in the public sector. And as I got into the federal financial space, I began to really, you know, uh, become pretty fascinated with just some of, frankly, the scope of what the government you know, is trying to do in some of these larger agencies. And, you know, the missions are so – are really unbelievably large and you think about things you, know, you think about the, the the mission of NASA and I mean it's you know it's it's so large and so you know powerful you know people are selling the logos for NASA just because of the idea of what it is and you know NASA doesn't even like worry about it because it's just worrying about you know, huge huge things so that was kind of you know that was kind of that kind of came to me later in my career I would say I don't think that I trained for public service I think I trained in my accounting world and then I sort of, as I was exploring and learning about things, I sort of saw, wow, the scope is so, you know, fascinating. And, you know, let's let's try to look into this and see if, you know, we can turn and look into that a little 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and tell me a little bit more about, you know, what is kind of your day job? And I, I believe you also do some volunteering for AGA. That's right. Yeah, I work as a senior accountant for the Library of Congress in the financial reporting division. So my day job is effectively working to manage the the whole process of importing information into our central financial management system, you know, managing various interfaces uh, and also working with various teams that are inputting that information and then reporting on it uh, at the end of particular periods uh, for, you know, either treasury reporting or library reporting or um, for other statutory, you know, other congressional reporting that, that we may be asked to do. And, um, yeah, I, I work with AGA. That's sort of been something that I learned from both my team at the library. You know, when I first joined, they actually shared some of the newsletter articles and some of the technical accounting concepts because they thought it was a good way to get people to learn the particulars of the posting model, which is what primarily the financial reporting group is concerned with. Um, and um, I've so I worked with AGA on the newsletter for a while. I said, this is pretty interesting. Let me go and see if I can, you know, what, who's writing this newsletter? How are they coming up with this? And it was just really, it was just like a few guys working with a few different people putting together this newsletter. And I mm-hmm. said, well, I can help them out with that. And so I went in and, you know, uh, offered to help out and sort of assembled a few newsletters. And um, now I'm working uh, with the new president that came in. I think that with the pandemic last year, and they've also brought in a new team to work on the newsletter, it was sort of like, I was sort of busy, and they also had new people working, and they were trying to change things, so I wasn't necessarily plugged in with the newsletter. But with the new president that came in at the uh, Washington, D.C. chapter, he asked me to help put together uh, the citizen-centric report for the AGA, D.C. chapter. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be working on that this year. Awesome. Yeah, it's great. You're uh, volunteering already. I know I started off as, they called it early careers, but it's pretty much the same program. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I was surprised. I, I was able to join the board, like, right away. Over in Northern Virginia, I was like, "Is there any qualifications required?" They're like, "No, you just have to show up and do stuff." I'm like, "I can do that." Right. So yeah, Caleb, how about you? So let's tell us a little bit more about uh, your day job, what you like about it, and then definitely any AGA volunteering you do as well. Yeah. So uh, as professional development coordinator, I um, manage our career path, mentoring, internship programs, anything related to certifications as well just anything that our uh, audit staff want to do to progress in their career or to grow and learn. Uh, and of course, that AJ is a big part of that. So in addition to just being a member and attending the events, I'm also going to be their direct, the director of scholarships and awards for the Boston chapter. So I'm excited to take that position on and to give back a little bit. Um, so that's exciting. So, yeah, I mean, how much would you say, um, you know, the folks you work with take advantage of AGA? I mean, do they go to PDT or do you have like mini PDTs for your chapter, things like that? So actually, we do have a regional PDT for Boston. So um, we definitely do do that. Um, but oh, I would say about like 80% of our auditors are um, AGA members as well. So you'll definitely see a bunch of the MA State Auditor's Office folks um, lingering around any and all of the events. Um, yes, the PDT included. Uh, we typically send our kind of directors and managers um, to that. But, yeah, you see at, at any of the events, you'll see a bunch of us. Yeah, and even actually um, one of our directors was a presenter this year um, at this at this year's PDT. So, um, yeah, we're, our, our staff are definitely supportive of the AGA and involved with it, definitely. 
Great. Well, let me uh, get into the next question with you while you're here. Um, you know, I was just curious, uh, based on what you've done so far uh, with your position, or, you know, what are you thinking next five to ten years? What's your plan? You know, what's your career goals? Do you have anything in mind, or are you kind of just, you know, open to see what happens? <laughs> oh, isn't that the dreaded, always the dreaded question? What is your five to ten year plan? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, for me, actually, uh, especially in my role right now, um, a lot of what I do is project and program management. So that's, I guess, where my mind is now. So uh, I'm working on the PMP certification, which is quite an endeavor I'm learning, but that's good. It, nothing worthwhile is going to be easy. So I'm doing that right now. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm open-minded um, as terms of everything else. I'm pretty open-minded about what, what the future holds. You know, you just never know. So excited to see what, where it goes next. Right. Well, don't forget CGFM. Got to get that too, right? Of course. Yes, that too. Yes, CGFM. Absolutely. All right. Well, how about Rob? We're going to put the pressure on you too. What do you, what's that future look like for you? Sure. I, I think that I've really, I've been really pleased with, so in my personal career, I've sort of gone from a little bit more of working in the public accounting space to now working specifically for my agency, uh, working in their general ledger and working on their specific challenges. And I think that from my own professional development focus, I think that I want to start working and looking at some of the standards and some of the um, review of the principles that are being used to prepare the statements and prepare the posting models that these agencies are using. I mean, in particular, I think just from, you know, one of the things that I thought was, you know, a real benefit of the training or of the PDT sessions where, you know, the uh, the sessions about around those evolving and growing and, you know, imp and the implementation of those new standards or of those developing standards that FASA were, were putting out. And mm -hmm. I think that, you know, those personal discussions of the professional topics was really, you know, that that's, that's an invaluable part of, of growing. And I think that in, in terms of my learning experience and the things that I take as as having been, you know, the great uh, accelerators in my in my own career, I think that when I have gotten a handle on a particular aspect or a core aspect of something that my agency or my institution that I'm working for is doing, then I sort of understand a lot of the of what is going on in my area, and so that's kind of what I want to focus on. Because as I see those principles and I start to review them, I start to see a lot of how the activity is being organized. And so that's where I, I see my career going is to start looking at the, the accounting principles, start to look at the, uh, you know, it could be legal principles, especially in government where so much of it is law-driven or regulation or policy-driven. Um, I sort of see myself evolving and, and growing in that area. Okay. And how about you? Are you, uh, do you have some certs or interested in some certifications or anything? Oh, yes. Yeah, sure. I, uh, everybody's working on the PMP. So <laughs> the PMP is the next one too. Yeah. Um, I, I've got my little flashcards out in my car of <laughs> all of those little, uh, calculations that they have on the, for the project, uh, you know, the project budget, the budget at completion, all those different mm -hmm. things. So I'm working on that. Um, and I have a little, you know, spiral notebook. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'll probably get the PMP. Um, I know that I had in the past thought about looking at the um, informa certified information uh, systems auditor, software mm -hmm. CISA. auditor. Yep. Yeah, CISA. Yeah, the CISA. 
I looked at that. I never really pursued it. I was I was looking at that, and I was looking at the CGFM, and I was like, I could do this. I like the CGFM. I like reading about the law and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of it was about the law, so I went that. and did that one last year. There um, you go. So uh, maybe I'll look at the CISA, or maybe I'll look at something else. Okay. Um, well, if you guys really want to suffer, do what I did. Get that CPA. Oh, uh, that's, that's... I, have, I have a CPA. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, there you go. So there you, you go. suffered <laughs> like me then. But, Kayla, you got to suffer next. Yes. <laughs> oh, My gosh, i got to keep up with you guys. <laughs> what, what I found is, you know, once I graduated and I even went to, you know, got my MBA, I was like, I still want to learn stuff, and I'm bored, so I'm going to start getting certs. <laughs> so that's worked out pretty good. I think I got, like, four of them, I'm, and I'm tired. I, I don't want any more. I'm good. <laughs> So, uh, no, we jump into the little bit about the PDT. Maybe Kayla, why don't you tell us a little bit? Um, you know, how how did you like it? You know, how was your experience? Maybe any sessions or topics that were interesting to you? Yeah, yeah. So, I think in general, the AGA did a great job of trying to create as many opportunities for engagement as possible. It, it's not easy to try and recreate some more of the serendipitous or spontaneous exchanges that can happen in person. So. I think they handled that challenge pretty well. Besides chat rooms, there was, you know, that social wall and prizes you could win. So it was a more lively experience. But um, more specifically, one of the sessions that kind of resonated with me was upskilling your workforce virtually. I mean, we talk about those certifications and what we're doing in uh, for us. But I think this past year up until now has been a great time to develop new skills. You know, sometimes they emerged out of necessity, especially when it came to technology, but it's hard to think of the, and I know it's hard to think of a pandemic as creating opportunity, but in some ways it did, and organizational resiliency, technological capability, and communication strategies were all kind of put to the test. So I think that that uh, session really kind of, you know, um, did a great job of, of hitting all those points. Um, the other highlight for me that was a common thread, actually, among a few of the sessions, there was a, a session on inclusivity, um, the big little breakthrough pl- uh, plenary session, the young professional sessions. I think there was a couple of those in there. And then, of course, the culture of integrity session um, and the women's forum. All of those, um, the lessons the lessons learned and shared vision session even. Um, oh, and that, that last one, of course, the one that I think everybody loved, that um, because I said I would. Um, closing plenary session. I think the common thread was this idea that the vague concept of political will, but more importantly, leadership can truly come from anywhere. I mean, character building moments, although they may be small, really have an impact at all levels. Uh, Being a leader is not about any specific title, right? It's about how you should show up every day, your body language, how willing you are to learn, how often you reach out or ask questions, how often you volunteer to help, AGA, you know, how you anticipate what needs to be done so you do it without being asked, how you demonstrate mastery of what you're tasked with, and how adept you are at practicing time management or other techniques that set you apart are just some of those examples of the things that I caught from all of those sessions. And it's true that good judgment comes from experience, and experience comes from bad judgment. So you can't fake the wisdom that comes with years. But that shouldn't stop you from setting a good example because the more you exhibit that initiative, the more opportunities are open to you. And I think that was kind of the point of all of those, you know, um, leadership sessions and all of those um, really inspiring um, sessions, at least for me. So there's a lot to be said for the speakers in the three-day PDT program that AGA put together. I think there was a lot of good nuggets of of wisdom in there. (laughs) Yeah, no, thanks for 
highlighting those. I totally agree. There are some really great sessions along those lines, uh, and I definitely see why uh, you're good at your job. At the your you know, with as far as training and learning, it sounds like you really got <laughs> you got to the foundation there of a lot of that stuff. That's great. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So how about Rob? What'd you like? Um, I had three different sessions that I think you know really illustrated a lot of the benefits that I saw come at, at throughout the PDT um, days and you know through the whole conference. I think that you know at the very beginning, just the first one that I really enjoyed was one that uh, Bruce Corfield, who I think works with you, he hosted the data visualization. I mean, I think that that really you know that was that was sort of the future sort of the whole benefit of I thought a lot of the different sessions that people were showing was sort of illustrating the future in the present you know this is sort of where things are going to go and I could see you know just from the audience reaction how excited people were seeing you know the possibilities and seeing what other people were doing and I think that you know really that was I thought the second benefit of the PDT was uh, getting to know the people who sort of like inhabit or who are, you know, in some cases, the institutions of the fields that you're working in. Um, I think that, you know, that could be the plenary session with um, Jean uh, Dorado. I'm, I'm sorry if I met him. Dodero. Dodero, yes. There you go. <laughs> 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 I, neither of us, you know, did that. Um, but, uh, and uh, yeah, I thought also the other plenary sessions, you know, at, at, that has been, that Kayla mentioned as well, you know, because I said I would with the little big breakthroughs, you know, starting to see how the, People are adapting, and what they're th- what the people around you are thinking about, and how they're approaching their challenges really helps you, and really focuses you on what you need to work on. And I think that you know led into my third point, which I thought was these personal discussions on the professional topics. You know, whether it's the there was one that was developing high performing audit teams that mm-hmm. had um, uh, Doug Glenn on it. I thought that was a great session as well, where really it brought it it, it made a uh, you know, somewhat challenging topic to discuss, very personal and um, accessible. And I thought, so that's why I thought that those were my key key benefits that I saw from them. Yeah, that's very interesting because, uh, you know, I'm sort of nerdy, so I love to see like technical sessions, you know, even like accounting updates and FaceAB and, you know, stuff that a lot of people might not find as exciting, I guess. But, but it's a good point. I, mean, I think, I, I think people really do enjoy those more personal, or, you know, like the kind of like the inspirational ones, too, because it really makes you think, you know, outside of your daily accounting job or budget or whatever it is you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I mean, that's why I'm happy that yeah, AGA definitely provides a mix of all that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and also a mix of I mean, they got the really technical or like a data visualization or AI or RPA, things like that. But then also, you know, more accounting or more budget or state and local gov- accounting. You know, so it's it's across the board. It's not just you know one monolithic thing, right? Exactly. So it gives a lot of variety. Um, well, so I think one more thing I was going to ask you guys. Um, actually, I wanted to follow with you, Rob. So I don't know if you want to talk about this, but it sounds like you said you did have an interest in the visualization stuff and citizen centric reporting. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you thinking uh, about? You said you're going to be working on the on the one for the chapter. Any interest in a visualization aspect to that? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think that what I'm thinking for that is I'm going to actually work to develop a template for the third part of the citizen-centric report, which is the revenues and expenses for each chapter. I think that 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 page would be really well served through the use of a Sankey diagram, 
which you can see in like the monthly treasury statements and which you also see a lot of times in like uh, newspapers when they're talking about like energy like they talk about um, like power you know like coal power over here it goes to industrial yeah so that kind of diagram i think would be really would serve really well for the citizen-centric report i'm also hoping to come up with um a way of presenting a little bit more uh iconogra- iconography for the specific parts of the citizen centric report and trying to do so in like an accessible way because i think that the template that the aga has is really beautiful and is really nice um and i but i think that some of the chapters have had difficulty playing with it if you will where you know they have so we have like the chapter goals and we have what the chapter's done and then we also have a cool template over here that sort of shows with these a very cool visuals you know what the aj wants to see but it's kind of i can see just from looking at the examples that i've reviewed that it's some of the local people have had challenges sort of you know they have specific goals but they can't go in and edit like this pdf document with this template so that's what i'm hoping that's my those are my two big takeaways from the citizen centric report is to make a accessible tableau a mm-hmm. deck for that third part of it for those revenues and expenses because they are almost totally from every citizen centric report I've seen they're they're totally matched out you know the revenues that the chapter gets are totally related to the expenses mm-hmm. of what they're spending the money on um, and uh, I I hope to also come up with some nice or cool way for people to play around and insert their chapter goals and their chapter accomplishments and you know hopefully you know I, I'm not gonna be sitting around doing graphic design for 20 chapters, but hopefully <laughs> insert their own custom icons and stuff and make it look nice in such a way where people have some flexibility for it. So that's my vision for nice. where the report should go. Well, that sounds like a future podcast when, you, when you're done with that <laughs> one. We'll share it with everybody else and they can do the same. That's, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Kayla, I think we're going to wrap it up here, but I just wanted to get maybe uh, we're going to have each of you give us a little final thoughts um, about the PDT, maybe encouraging other young professionals to – go for that scholarship too what do you think yeah definitely um so (laughs) i'll leave you with this sort of parting uh, word of wisdom that i learned from somebody i admire and is very special to me he always told me aptitude plus attitude equals altitude Hmm. you can be the smartest person in the room but if you don't have the right attitude you're not really going to go as far so i think for any young professional just have an open mind have a good attitude because trust me that takes you further than you'd think um, if you come in with that enthusiasm, people notice that, and, and it's always a good, that's always a good place to start from because you learn so much that way. Well, and I'll just chime in there in my capacity uh, when I'm looking to hire people. I think those are the exact qualities I want, even more than technical or anything else. I want some aptitude and some attitude, you know, a good attitude, enthusiasm. So that's some very wise words, I will say, for sure. I agree with you. So, yeah, and then, Ra, I guess I'll give you the last word here. What do you, what do you, what do you uh, recommend to folks here? Sure. I would say just be, you know, be willing to step outside of, you know, speaking as for myself, I'm, I'm more of a quiet guy. I'm more of an introvert. I don't necessarily – I was not necessarily, you know, thrilled when I was younger about the networking side of things. I was sort of – I, I sort of had this idea that, you know, if you, you know, just keep your head down, you know, just sort of do, you know, handle things in your own little area, uh, you, you know, things will be fine. And I think as I've grown and learned, you, you start to learn that, you know, you're never going to learn everything. That you're going to, you, people are really, you, you 
you have to rely on them or you're just you're going to you're going to you're going to fail and i think that learning what people know and learning what you don't know is a cru- you know is probably the most important thing that anyone's going to do in their career and the you know the PDT is just this amazing opportunity where s- there's just so many people it's just such a great intersection of you know, institutions, people, companies, interest that, you know, it's it's hard to, to express how useful it is if you want to grow and learn about what is going on in your field. So I would encourage anyone with any sort of interest in financial management or in governance or in accountability to sort of look at the PDT and look at these you know, sessions and look at these speakers who are really driving, you know, so much of the thought leadership for our industry and, and for our society for, for the government. I think that it's it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity that can't be overstated. No, very very good way to put it. Absolutely. And then, you know, hopefully when this pandemic thing dies down, we're all going to be back in person. That's really like you said, the networking is huge and you know, I I found that everybody's very easy to talk to. You know, you'll be talking to a CFO and they're very down to earth. I mean, it's amazing, you know, as a young person, it's hard to get access to more senior people like that, but they're very open with all the AGA members are just great, great people, easy to talk to and you learn a lot and it's yeah. And get involved in your chapter too, right? Obviously both of you guys are doing that. So that's awesome. Well, good. Well, awesome. Well, thank you both for, for joining our podcast today. I appreciate it. And congrats on the, uh, on winning that scholarship. And I'm hoping this will be one of many PDTs that you guys, uh, go to. So Kayla and Rob, thanks again. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for having us. This was so awesome. That's the show. Thanks for joining us. AGACGFM.org is where you go. And wherever you download your podcasts, we'll be there. So until the next time, this is your host, Paul Marshall, signing off for Accountability Talks with AGA. AGA.